0: against bitcoin it's going up forever
1: you're against bitcoin you're against freedom
0: yo good morning good morning good morning good morning how is everyone doing today it is friday january 12th We're back for another episode. And of course, we've been covering this for a while now. The ETF news finally dropped. Everyone's tired of talking macro, macro, macro. I get it. I get it. But I think something that is very interesting coming out of this ETF news is just all the conversations that have been started outside of the spot Bitcoin ETFs. As you guys know, it had a, you know, maybe a lackluster start with the price and considering the price, but... From what I saw, I think it was about four plus billion dollars flowing into spot Bitcoin ETFs, which I think might be historically one of the best ETF launches in history. Anyways, that's not what we're here to talk about. Again, like I said, some interesting conversations have started outside of the spot Bitcoin ETF. And of course, first, as you guys can tell from the headline, Larry Fink this morning came out completely changing his tune in regards to Bitcoin and saying that Bitcoin is an asset class that protects you. Well, Larry, what does it protect you from? He's also kind of linking it to gold and saying that like gold, Bitcoin is an asset that protects your savings It's something that you want. And we'll be talking about this. You know, is he just talking his bag? It's just very interesting to see Wall Street change their tune. As we say all the time on the show. Bitcoin changes you, you don't change Bitcoin. Well, I know you guys are gonna speculate in the chat and and say what we've been trolling saying that maybe Bitcoin changes BlackRock and BlackRock doesn't change Bitcoin. So still early in the game, but you guys already know. And and maybe this is scaring you guys. Maybe you're like, dang, Larry Feek's embracing Bitcoin. Maybe, 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 maybe Bitcoin isn't what I think it is. Nah, we know, we know the real deal here. And then secondly. Uh, We didn't cover it the other day considering the spot Bitcoin ETF was all the rage, but there was a Bitcoin Spaces that Elon Musk joined and he got absolutely badgered by Bitcoiners and we know that he's working at X to make it the WeChat of the West. He's supposedly going to drop peer-to-peer payments and uh, you just wonder What exactly is he thinking? Will this be using Bitcoin? Again, he kind of... uh he he, he kind of got annoyed by Bitcoiners, which which I really don't blame him. But, uh, you know, I don't think Elon Musk is as dumb as you guys like to paint him. He is the richest man in the world. He does shoot rockets into space. And I just think he's got a lot of moving parts going. And, and you know, we know Tesla holds Bitcoin. I'm sure Musk still holds some Bitcoin. And, again, the reason we're talking about this I believe is because it's the conversations that are starting outside of the spot bitcoin etf yes it's been all the rage the last couple of months yes you know everyone and their mother was talking about the spot bitcoin etf we were all excited about it and some people thought that the bitcoin price was about to go nuclear but it kind of just dumped and went back to prices that we've never seen uh since the morning of the etf launch but It just goes to show that, hey, the adults are here, the suits are here, and there is new conversations going. Shouts out to... Everyone that was telling us in the chat that they're that their dad and mom now are like, oh, maybe I want some Bitcoin exposure. So it just goes to show that we are entering a new era. And for better or worse, the spot Bitcoin paper ETF, if you want to call it that, is starting a new conversation. More and more people are going to realize that Bitcoin is here to stay, that maybe they want some of that Bitcoin in their portfolio. Maybe they just start with some Bitcoin exposure. And then slowly but surely we will get get more people on the revolution which is taking some bitcoin into custody but we know we know we know that the boomers out there probably don't want to uh custody their assets but shouts out to the boomers that do anyways anyways i am not alone nico had to go to an important meeting this morning so i'm here with sophie the wonderful internet sophie. how you doing this morning
2: I am doing well. The real estate in my body is currently diminishing faster than Bitcoin itself. Um, I can't breathe. I can't eat. I swear to God, I breathe and that is like eating. So um, we're doing well. We're doing very well.
0: Uh, (laughs) Mika's got you slaving. There's got to be something against making your pregnant wife work.
2: No, I mean, thankfully... (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully, it doesn't take much physical labor to think and speak, so I will do it anytime. Plus, I love being here on Simply Bitcoin, and uh, I love being your co-host, Softy. Let's get it. Let's do it.
0: So, uh, sometimes we do need some feminine energy on Simply Bitcoin, and you are the queen of Simply Bitcoin. All right, guys, let's get into the show. And and, hey, guys, I do have a meme review. We do have a meme review, guys, so... (laughs) we're back it is friday there will be a meme review and then culture uh i saw roman in the chat yesterday say that maybe opti can cover wallets so i'll cover the wallets again and and i'll do over you know uh uh high level view of what you should be doing if you are still have some bitcoin on exchanges you know some some quick quick little tips on that you know i'm going to constantly be doing this over and over and over as more and more people come into bitcoin and come on to simply bitcoin again not everyone knows what you guys know and this is why we have the asymmetry and we the understanding of what bitcoin is and it's our duties to try to get as many people on the bitcoin standard as possible safely and securely Because we don't want people getting wrecked and turned away and scared anyways let's get into the show
2: the bitcoin numbers
1: is your bitcoin in cold storage really secure is your seed phrase really secure stamp seeds do-it-yourself kit has everything you need to hammer your seed words into commercial grade titanium plates instead of just writing them on paper don't store your generational wealth on paper not allowing you to huddle your bitcoin with peace of mind for the long haul stamp your seed on stamp seed let's go let's go obviously guys scan the qr code make sure
0: you get yourself a titanium stamp seed don't keep your seed phrase on a piece of paper in your sock drawer like everyone else. Okay, guys, let's get into the numbers here. Of course, my numbers are different than Nico's, but I always start with my favorite number, which is the block height. TikTok next block, Bitcoin simply works It's working as designed and we get a new block roughly every 10 minutes. So we are a block height of 825491 The current Bitcoin price is... Wow. Oh, man. Okay. (laughs) The current Bitcoin price is $43,335. $350. You see, it's kind of chugging along. We hit, what, $49 yesterday? Wow. Okay. Nice little correction. Wall Street and the boomers getting wrecked. Welcome to Bitcoin. (laughs) This is awesome. Okay. The sats per dollar, a.k.a how much your Bitcoin is worth in filthy fiat dollars, a.k.a. how much Bitcoin you can buy for a single dollar. It's currently at 2,308 sats per dollar or 230 bits for the bit in the back. And of course, the total percentage of Bitcoin that will ever be issued is currently at 93.31%. The market cap of Bitcoin in fiat terms is $849.3 billion. We are inching closer to that trillion dollar market cap. The realized monetary inflation taking Fiat currencies to school is currently at 1.75. I forget, guys. Correct me in the chat, but when where where were we when we first started that? I I it seems like it's slowly but surely changing on us. And and I don't even notice it because it, it happens so slowly. Anyways, the Bitcoin versus gold market cap is currently at 6.25%. We're not even at 10% of gold market cap. So much space to run in the hard money arena. And we have just begun this game. Anyways, the total lightning capacity, total public lightning capacity is currently at 4,794.72. Bitcoin, the hash rate, the last 90 days, it's been going crazy. A lot of different estimations right now, at least the Clock Community's dashboard, is 487.3 exahashes hashes. The pending fees, it's getting uh, you know, it, it's getting a little, a little normalized there. We're at 24.31 BTC and the blocks to halving, 14,509 blocks to the halving and the estimate roughly as of today, we're not hitting the meme number. It is currently April 19th, 2024. So hopefully we get the memes, you know, life is memes, memes is life anyways. This dropped this morning. And again, the reason we are talking about this, I I hate, I, I, before this chat starts trolling us, self, I know they're all going to say, oh, look, like Opti is, uh, Opti's praising Larry Fink now that he's talking about Bitcoin. Uh, that's not the case here. Yes, of course, it is our duty to cover the zeitgeist and see what everyone is talking about Bitcoin. And anytime that Bitcoin gets talked about in the corporate press, of course, we're going to cover it because for better or worse the average person out there still has a sense of authority fallacy. There, there's some legitimacy to the name of Larry Fink. Apparently, there's legitimacy to wearing a suit on television or on streams. And it just seems to carry more weight than all of us Anons and our crazy Bitcoiners out here that talk about Bitcoin constantly. But this morning, Larry Fink on CNBC Said what we've all been saying for a while, and it really makes you wonder what made him change his tune. As you guys know, as I said in the beginning, I really do just think it's him talking his bags. But remember the billionaire playbook. Remember the cantalon playbook in regards to Bitcoin. It happens every single time, and this is just another example of it. You talk smack about Bitcoin, you FUD Bitcoin, you try to stack stats on the cheap, and then once your bags are packed... You start to embrace Bitcoin. Well, it looks like Larry Fink is following the same playbook, guys. So let's play this video, and then we'll bring the receipts and and just show in real time that Larry, good old Larry Fink, is playing the billionaire playbook of funding Bitcoin, stacking Bitcoin, and then saying, yeah, we're, we love Bitcoin. Bitcoin's so great. All right. Anyways, here's Bitcoin Magazine. It goes, Justin, BlackRock CEO says, Bitcoin is no different than what gold represented for thousands of years. It is an asset class that protects you. So let's get this clip. I believe, you know, I believe it goes up as the, if the world is more frightened, if people have... Fearful of geopolitical risk, they're fearful of their own risk. Um, it's no different than what gold represented over thousands of years. It is a, it is a, it is a asset class that, that protects you, right. and and unlike gold, where we manufacture new gold, we're almost at the ceiling of the most of the amount of so, bitcoin when, that be created. When you hear somebody
1: like, I mean, when you hear somebody like Kathy Wood, yes, who was on our broadcast yesterday, say right. that her base case, base case is that this turns into. A six hundred thousand dollar a Bitcoin valuation, base case, and a, a you know million plus uh, in, a, in a super optimistic case. Are you anywhere in her realm? I haven't thought about it. I, I, to me, that what we are trying to do is offer uh, an instrument
0: uh that can uh that can store well i think if it gets that even close to that high gold will represent even a bigger value and 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 let's be clear if you think it's digital gold there's going to be a reference point between gold and bitcoin Oof. Damn. OK, all right. Before we, we before we respond and react to that video, uh, shout out to Gaber Gabor on Twitter and uh, he put it really, really, really well. Uh, this was actually last year, but we saw that Larry has been changing his tune. And, you know, 2017, Larry, Bitcoin is an index of money laundering. So you can see here on CNBC as well. BlackRock CEO Larry Fink calls Bitcoin an index of money laundering. We know that they always call us money launderers and criminals and shadowy supercoders and illiterate financial Bitcoiners, whatever they're calling us. And then now, you know, Larry Fink saying uh, Bitcoin could revolutionize finance. And as we see right now on this clip, what else did he say? He said, uh, you know, Bitcoin protects you and all that good stuff. So... What is going on here? In my opinion, guys, you already know me and what I usually say. He's just talking his bags, of course. But there was some signal there, guys. And first and foremost, you know, uh, I love that they brought up Kathy Wood's predictions of six hundred thousand dollar Bitcoin being the minimum. And it's like, a, let's let's pump corporate press with more and more hopium and and ridiculous Bitcoin prices. I I I, Sophia, I can't wait till we get people on on corporate press, CNBC, and all the works. Just get. Getting super bulltarded is going to be the funniest thing ever. We're going to have so many good clips. Anyways.
2: I'm uh, even more excited for, <laughs> I, you know what? Those people follow their, uh, it, it, some people are saying it in the chat. Those people are just calling out their bags. Like they just want their bags to grow and they're going to say whatever it takes. And you know what? If Bitcoin can rehabilitate an individual like Larry Fink, let's go. Bitcoin <laughs> changes even the worst of us even the most degenerate people in this world. Look at that. But the people that I'm most excited to rehabilitate are those in government. The one that I wanna see change her mind is Elizabeth Warren. I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait for the day that that woman admits that she was wrong and that she was calling out uh bitcoiners as corrupt. I ca- I just can't wait. Like that's going to be my moment of redemption because this is easy. This is easy. This is just people, greedy people following their own incentives, which is Greed the beauty is of bitcoin. It's the beauty of bitcoin is that you don't have to like necessarily be like the best moral person in the world like you just literally have to buy bitcoin keep it in cold storage and wait and everyone is going to get what they want even the greedy people but the ones that i really want to see change their mind are the evil moronic people in our government who are trying to take it away from us so that they can keep power
0: yeah yeah 100 so if and i just kind of want to touch on a few things and while you were talking it really reminded me of Um, the sailor tweet back in the day where he said basically like, you know, Bitcoin isn't going to work. I think it was like 2013 or something. And then now he's like the biggest bull in the world. And it just goes to show that Bitcoin's incentives are aligned. And I see people saying like, oh, Wall Street captured Bitcoin. I I don't think that's the case. They can't.
2: They can't capture Bitcoin. That's not true. If you're really a Bitcoiner and if you believe that Wall Street or any institution in the world can capture Bitcoin, then you don't really understand Bitcoin.
0: <laughs> Wait Let's go. All right. All right. I want to touch on a few things, though, that that he that Larry Fink himself said in that in that clip. First off, in response to the Kathy Wood prediction, he, he's he uh, professionally said he hasn't thought about Bitcoin going up. And someone in the chat said maybe that's too bearish. Maybe he's thinking a million dollar Bitcoin. Anyways, I say all that to say he's definitely thought about number go up and where the future is for Bitcoin and where it's going. Obviously, publicly, he's probably not going to give you price predictions yet. We'll see if we ever get them from from the Larry. Fink's of the world whether they get bull on on professional media the next thing is if you guys listen closely to what he was saying and someone said it in the chat and we've been saying this for a while it's not so much that Larry Fink quote-unquote is a believer in Bitcoin in my opinion he's a fiat Maxi but the signal there is that they're offering an instrument to their clientele so obviously you can tell that the the customers of BlackRock and the people the institutional retail investors out there have been asking have been badgering him about getting exposure to Bitcoin this is this is the new financial asset of the world and they've been asking for this so they're just offering a product that they know has a market fit, which is is good. This is good for everyone. This just goes to show that everything we've been doing here, not just on simply Bitcoin, but you guys out there talking with your friends and family, badgering all the institutions, all the Bitcoiners that go on corporate press and talk about Bitcoin, you know, the Michael Saylors, the naive bukellas of the world, like it does make an impact because people are talking about Bitcoin. People want exposure to Bitcoin. And if you have a lot of capital locked up on institutions and in Wall Street, you haven't been able to get exposure to Bitcoin until Yesterday, now that that hurdle is unlocked, and slowly but surely, we will see more and more people going into custody. Maybe not, the, you know, the Larry Finks of the world. They'll use the the custodial solutions that are offered because, again, it is, it is institutional money. They don't, they don't want to they don't want to take the keys themselves. It is what it is. We know that this is going to happen next. I really like the fact that he is talking about Bitcoin as a way to store wealth. This is something we've been talking about for a long time. He says, you know, in that clip, it is a short clip. He says, Bitcoin protects you essentially like gold does. It stores your wealth through time and space. And of course he's kind of starting with like the the meme of Bitcoin is digital gold. But it just goes to show that people are starting to understand that Bitcoin is the best way to store your wealth moving forward. And personally, you guys know my view. I think Bitcoin is better than gold. I love gold. You know, it's in my roots. It's in my DNA to love gold. And, uh, you know, one day when gold gets demonetized, I will be as gaudy as my grandmother was. And I'll have it everywhere. You know, gold plated everything.
2: But Liking gold is like liking art at this point, like you can resell it for a certain value, but it's gonna be a pain in the butt to move and you really only buy (laughs) it because you think it looks pretty.
0: Yeah, 100 percent. And that's the that's the part that I wanted to jump on is that Bitcoin is better than gold for a digital world. Like, yes, gold has a thousand year track record. Yes. You know, central banks are still going to be holding gold for the time being. And, you know, like maybe if you are like, uh, you know. Of of my of my heritage, Latino or like Indians, I know they their culture is very huge on gold and storing gold. Like there will be a cultural shift from storing gold or quote unquote hoarding gold to realizing that Bitcoin may in fact be a better way to store your wealth. And we're starting to see that this signal is spreading. And the last thing is basically we we know Bitcoin is the superior way to store your wealth. It's the superior way to transact peer to peer on the internet. It will be the world reserve currency unit of count for the world and I just love to see that the meme of you don't change Bitcoin, Bitcoin changes you. Bitcoin's incentive structures are aligned where, look, Wall Street's coming into Bitcoin. Yes, they're going to try to regulate Bitcoin. Yes, they're trying to neuter Bitcoin with paper Bitcoin. But remember the statistics, guys. Most of the Bitcoin is being stored in cold storage. And now you slowly start to see the Titanic shifting. The narrative is changing. And now that we have an ETF there, the next couple of weeks, I think we're going to see the black rocks the the van of the world they're going to just unleash a marketing wave to the institutional retail investors out there the normie investors and they're, they're going to do some great marketing and I, I i'm here for it this is going to be great and then, uh, here on simply bitcoin we can just you know devour and destroy their marketing and be like nah man take your bitcoin into custody this is the way but we totally understand that like institutions corporations out there nation states of course they're they are not going to just have one guy holding the keys like that that is, it doesn't make sense on that level but on an individual level guys take bitcoin into custody protect yourself you don't need a trusted third party to interact and transact and store your bitcoin this is a feature not a bug anyways i've been ranting so uh any more thoughts um,
2: well, we uh, speaking of the marketing, we've already seen the Christopher Nolan-esque type of commercials that they've been coming out with um, about Bitcoin. Um, and you know what? I think it's great. I think that uh, the fact that Larry Fink is saying all of this stuff, that he's not talking necessarily about price, but he's talking about Bitcoin as a storage of wealth kind of makes him sound like a real Bitcoiner. And to be honest with you guys, everybody Sheesh. everybody has been there. Everybody has been where Larry Fink and Sailor circa 2013 has been. There are a lot of people who have been non-believers, myself included. I don't like for people who don't know my story, my orange pilling story, Nico, it took him two years to orange pill me. It takes a really long time. Not a lot of people understand Bitcoin. Not a lot of people want to understand Bitcoin. And yeah, you know what? Sometimes once they do, people like Elizabeth Warren, who know exactly the implications of Bitcoin and exactly how it works, they will still try to take it away from you and not make it be a thing anyway. So the fact that Larry Fink has taken a stand on television and through his actions of, you know, offering it at least as an ETF so that traditional investors could have some exposure to Bitcoin, I think it's a positive thing. Whether we think that he is the devil, which, you know, he probably is in a lot of ways by Buying up all this real estate and and you know capturing that market is not really something that I'm behind. But let's just focus on the Bitcoin part. It's it's a positive that somebody like him who has a trillion dollar uh, company is telling his investors to buy Bitcoin. And the cool part is, you know, at, at some point, a lot of these people are just starting their Bitcoin journey. And eventually they're going to get to the part where we're at of self custody and falling down that rabbit hole. So it's just a matter of time. You can't you can't lose faith in people that quickly.
0: Love it. Well, hey, so you kind of brought it up. At least it's incentive structure. But uh, what's your thoughts to the people out there that are like, oh, Larry Fink is evil. And now that he's embracing Bitcoin, it would turn them away.
2: Um. He is evil, I think, to be <laughs> honest with you. Like, I, I don't I don't think the man is a good man. Um, but that doesn't take away from the fact that what he's saying is a good thing. You know, as a musician, uh, I see, for example, a lot of musicians who have done really, really bad things, like really shady things. But what I always say as a response is separate the art from the artist. Separate what it is that they are saying from what they're like, from what who they actually are. Um, And personally, like, I, I don't know, I like to be objective about things in that way. I won't make a decision based on who somebody is or like what their character flaws are. Hey, everybody is human at the end of the day and i'm not here to judge because that's not really my problem that's going to be your problem with the creator when you go and die but uh i like listen again if you're talking about bitcoin if you're telling me that it's the greatest store of wealth that's something that i agree with anyway you know at, at one point in world war ii we were allies with the russians and then as soon as that was over we were at war with them for many many years to this day guys so Sometimes the enemy of my enemy is my friend and you can be enemies again. But at this in this particular point, I agree with Larry Fink and I don't care who he is. If you're with Bitcoin, <laughs> I'm with you.
0: <laughs> Shut up, the so Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I like everyone's saying in the chat and I, and I truly believe this, you know, Bitcoin is for anyone, for people you like and people you dislike. And really, this is just the next evolution of Bitcoin where it's like, look, If the Larry Finks of the world can neuter and capture Bitcoin, then what are we really doing here? Like, we need to have this real time test. You know, at first we were, we were, not at first, but for a long history of, Bitcoin's history, we were afraid of nation states, then China tried to ban Bitcoin mining. Actually, China banned it like, I don't know, a hundred and something times or something like that. And we finally put that test behind us, like, yeah, nation state cannot stop Bitcoin. And then we, you know, we had the fork wars, and we were wondering whether Bitcoin is this, or Bitcoin is that, or who actually controls Bitcoin. And we got that behind us. And now we're at the point in the game where it's like, can Bitcoin withstand the incentives of Wall Street? And I would say yes. And this is because everyone out there runs a node for themselves. They verify Bitcoin for themselves, and they are taking Bitcoin out of trusted third parties. And this is how you protect yourselves first and foremost, but also ensure that the Bitcoin network is what we say it is. And it is going to withstand all the incentives that will be forced and thrusted on Bitcoin. So don't let Larry Fink scare you away from it. Like, at the, at a very superficial level he knows how to make money so <laughs> i think we align on that portion okay guys let's get into uh, today's news story we got a lot to talk about
2: the daily news
1: i want to give a shout out to our sponsor foundation devices it's self-custody done right they built a premium grade hardware wallet called passport Right here in the US. It's fully open source and verifiable. It's the most intuitive Bitcoin wallet designed with a UX reminiscent of a simple feature phone so you will know how to navigate it and use it the moment you pick it up. Get your Bitcoin off exchanges and into your your own hands in just a few minutes. Experience the peace of mind that comes with taking ownership of your own keys. After a massive sellout during Bitcoin Miami 2023, the passport is back in stock at foundationdevices.com bitcoin only open source verifiable completely air gap security model gorgeous design craft premium grade materials if you're thinking about getting your bitcoin off exchanges this is the one for you check out the passport link in the show notes below to learn more
0: Wow, guys, I just realized that we haven't updated that ad. Don't think about taking your Bitcoin off exchanges. Take your Bitcoin off exchange. What's the saying? Uh, don't leave as don't leave as don't leave Bitcoin on exchange that you're willing to lose, or only leave as much as you're willing to lose on the exchange. Anyway, scan the QR code. Get yourself a beautiful Nokia hardware wallet, aka a passport by foundation device. We love them. Shouts out to the foundation team. Absolute, absolute chads. Anyways, anyways let's get into today's news story so I preface this in the beginning um, a lot of the conversations that have come out since the spot Bitcoin ETF we saw Larry Fink talk about it we're seeing it even talk talk about even more on corporate press well a very interesting space happened and I actually missed it which which I I, I, I feel I'm feeling the fomo on the fact that I wasn't in this space and it was Elon Musk and I, apparently you'll hear in the clip, Excuse me. You're hearing the clip that uh, Kathy Wood asked Elon Musk to join a Bitcoin space after the spot Bitcoin ETF. And we know here we've been covering this for all year, ever since it came out. Since Elon Musk has rebranded to X, the goal for him is to create the quote unquote everything app or rather the WeChat of the West and we've been hearing grumblings, and we've been wondering exactly where he's trying to take this. Will he add Bitcoin to it? If you guys have been on Twitter for a while, you know that you can do kind of a workaround, and you can tip people with Bitcoin. But imagine if Twitter just like took the Noster capabilities, and you're able to zap people. Like it, it would really, really disintermediate all the payment apps. It, it, you know, if you're someone on the other side of the world, and you're doing good content, like you can get paid directly through Twitter. It would be such a beautiful, beautiful, I think at this point, pipe dream. But this space that happened, and again, guys, I missed it, but I saw some of the Twitter responses to this. Uh, apparently, Elon Musk jumped into space and he got just absolutely badgered by Bitcoiners. And uh, let, let, let's just though? play this clip. Did he, though? Yeah, yeah. Appara- apparently, he did. Um, apparently.
2: Um, I mean, that's how he feels. That's how he feels.
0: <laughs> well, that's also what Bitcoiners said. But let, let's, uh, let's listen to it. Ourselves and and see what exactly you think happened. All right, so starting off, it's going to be Preston Pish asking Elon a question, and you can hear Elon. Uh, he's rather annoyed, but let's let's listen Elon, to Elon. If
1: you don't back the monetary units with with work, something that that actually takes energy, as opposed to keystrokes, I just don't know how how you can build a better system um, that actually pegs fiat currency around the world without some type of proof of work mechanism no i i i'm not saying you shouldn't have some proof of work mechanism um uh uh you no know, I'm, I'm saying that and, and look i don't want to you know i'm just uh, called because kathy asked me to be on this call not because i am uh wish to argue <laughs> about bitcoin and so I'm, no, i, 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 I still goal, do think that this is uh, a, if, this if, is if important that's, if we're getting bitcoin uh annoying bitcoin arguments i'll 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 sign off if you don't <laughs> okay uh, I, I, I love the end of
0: it but look there's a there's another little little clip here so let's play this bitcoin. Uh, hold on
1: there's things that i think about i think about bitcoin very little so but i, I thought about monetary systems a lot there's things that I think about
0: interesting interesting you and, know,
1: and if guys I
2: sold if i sold my bitcoin and saw the bull run that was about to just like avalanche on the world, I would think very little about Bitcoin, too. I would try to put it out of my mind as much as possible.
0: Yeah, so, like, I think, um, you know, like, before we... Accuse Elon of not understanding Bitcoin. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that he possibly does understand Bitcoin and what's going on and his annoyance is is probably more likely to the fact that he you know he's got a lot of moving parts. He runs a bunch of companies and it's just not a high high priority. You know it's not the most interesting thing to him because like really guys like Bitcoin it's not too difficult to understand it's open source software that lets you hold and move value any way you want and it's. It's not like what we always think. It's like some occult knowledge, like some secret knowledge that only few can understand. Like, I, I really do want to give the benefit of a doubt that he does understand, at least on a basic level. He said it himself, you know, like I have thought about monetary systems. Maybe he hasn't put too much thought into Bitcoin. I mean, Tesla holds Bitcoin, he holds some Bitcoin. So maybe he hasn't fully dove down like the Bitcoin rabbit hole and he understands all the technicalities of it. And give it, give, give Preston Pish some credit first and foremost for asking some tough questions but also he came back on twitter later and he goes like be thoughtful and constructive go try running seven groundbreaking technology companies and also be an expert on something as insanely complex as the technical underpinnings of bitcoin let's embrace him and not punch him and i think that's a point like i don't think you need to do like a full deep dive to understand bitcoin on on a very like surface level understanding it's like yeah it's a it's a permissionless ledger that you can transact with anyone anywhere at any time you don't need permission to do it like on on that level i think most people can wrap their head around it wait a minute opti does that mean that we're smarter than elon musk (laughs) oh my god i'm writing this
2: on my resume (laughs)
0: definitely not me but Preston definitely hits the nail on the head like it is insanely complex to understand like the technical underpinnings like to under like a, f- a basic understanding of Bitcoin is kind of like the iceberg. Like you can understand the top, but if you want to understand like Austrian economics and computer science and and game theory, like there's a lot that goes down. And I wouldn't say we're even down at the bottom of the rabbit hole. But what is Musk really interested in? Of course, his main goal, as of now, at least publicly stated, is he wants and is doing everything he can to go to Mars. And so apparently there was a conversation during this. I, again, you guys can fact check me about like Mars and Bitcoin. Bitcoin and all this stuff. But shouts out to Adam Back because he went out on Twitter and uh, he's correcting some answers. So anyways, here's Adam Back and he goes, Elon Musk from ARK Invest ETF. Twitter space. The correct answer is Bitcoin on Mars with 12 to 22 light minutes is no problem with 10 minute blocks. Plus, think bigger. Kardashev Type 2 requires a Dyson sphere around the sun and put all the miners there too. Problem solved. And some some other Bitcoiners. Okay, I'm uh, definitely
2: not smarter than Adam Back because what? <laughs>
0: Of what? Uh, and i'll try to break this down <laughs> what a little did bit that I, <laughs> Uh, there, there is some, there is some, uh, some concepts here that that we'll have to break down for people. Anyways, uh, going down a couple more. Adam Back comments. So Huddle not responds. Goes only thing I can see is that you can't mine for Mars, or rather, it would be very unprofitable at best. Elon was confused and probably showed his ignorance a fair bit. Adam Back responds. Yeah, if you want solar system planetary mining, you would have to increase the block time. Some things like that are even soft forkable or minor policy. Roll reward forward for a daily reward block by convention, other block Coinbase pay forward to future miner. Uh, hot not response daily reward block would be a centralizing factor though, right? And he goes, makes luck more lumpy for pools, but probably the stratum V2 and the not so good reward pooling going on interim can cope okay with that. Anyways, another good response. We got Ben Key Nakamoto and it goes, Bitcoin is the bridge to type one civilization. And then Adam Back goes, and interplanetary Bitcoin, the bridge to Kardashev type, Type 2 civilization so it, it's some high-level stuff so for those that don't know what a Dyson sphere is you can see here a Dyson sphere is a hypothetical megastructure that encompasses a star and captures a large percentage of its solar power output and I really like some of these images uh, they're very futuristic and it's it, TLDR it's trying to capture the energy coming from stars uh, we we haven't got there yet but hopefully in the future we can do there and there will be an incentive to capture the energy from stars and guys the kardashev 1 kardashev 2 um type societies is uh you know being interplanetary like adam back said anyways Bitstein did a great response in here too And he goes, to put a twist on Carl Saigon, if you wish to make a Mars mission from scratch, you must first make a flourishing human civilization. And he goes, I have no doubt that Musk will one day come to fully appreciate what a vital and necessary role Bitcoin plays in that grand narrative. Private property and by extension, sound money is the operating system that allows a civilization to achieve great things and then invites him to read stuff and even mentions the fact that Bitcoiners have been talking about this idea Bitcoin astronomy for a while, shouts to the Drew Bonsell. Great, great series that he wrote. Anyways, oh, you see it here. Yeah. So, you can see that Bitcoin has been talking about this conversation for a while, and there is a few things that Elon Musk will probably have to do, and one of them is, well, he'll have to humble himself to the understanding that maybe there's things he doesn't understand about Bitcoin. Maybe these problems have already been solved, and of course, we know that he's angling X as the WeChat of the West. And and we know, if you know any history of Elon Musk and X, that he's trying to do basically what Bitcoin has already done with X. You know, X was supposed to be PayPal, and that never worked because you can't have a centralized control of the money or else someone will shut you down. And, and that's what Bitcoin is solving. Anyways, as we saw a couple of days ago, Uh, Musk has said, or X has said, that they will launch peer-to-peer payments this year. It's going to be interesting to see what these peer-to-peer payments is. Of course, we have been advocates and we've been saying for a while that the only real way that X can launch peer-to-peer payments is, of course, Bitcoin. But hey, who knows? You know, we all know he likes to troll. Maybe he's going to unleash Doge on us or something, something ridiculous. Yo, Anyways. Elon
2: is on the I can do it better than Bitcoin tip. Yeah, like He's having, exactly. he's having his little ICO moment and it's 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 not going to work. It's never going to happen, Elon. Like, I mean, whatever. Everybody, not everybody, but like people that think they can do it better have to go through this painful process to realize that there is no second
0: best. There is no second best. Anyways, I wanted to add on this tweet that Preston... Dropped uh, yesterday because it's something that I say, and then truthfully, guys, you know, you know my contrarian take as well on this. Like, I on on some level, I I really do agree with Musk in the sense of like <laughs> I'm not here to have, I'm not here to have an annoying Bitcoin conversation. I say all the time, guys. Sometimes as Bitcoiners, we are so unbearable when it comes to having these conversations. And and I even brought it up with Sophie earlier, and she's like, "It's so it hard is. because we're right, because we're right." Uh, yes, I totally understand it. And I've been saying this for a while on the show, guys. You know, I, I took it for how to win friends and influences. Bait the hook for the fish you're trying to catch. Uh, it's not always about just beating people over the head with the facts. Uh, it, it's kind of going to the normie you're talking to, your friends and family, and... and and finding ways to connect with them emotionally to what we're doing here with Bitcoin. For us, it's about liberty, it's about freedom, it's about controlling your own destiny, but not everyone is as freedom-minded as we are, and that's okay. You know, like Larry Fink, maybe they're just greedy, maybe they just want that number-go-up technology, but you cannot separate number-go-up from the tech. Like, money is the tech here. A way to transact that cannot be debased, that is permissionless, that is censorship resistance. Like all these things you cannot just separate it. But I am reminded of that one meme of like the blind guys touching the elephant and they're all having different views about what they're touching. And that's what it that's what we're going on right now. Everyone views Bitcoin in a certain light based on what their perceptions are based on their background and what they're the most interested in. So I know I know I can and probably will this year kind of dunk on Musk but also, I just think as as I said in the beginning, that's just not high priority on his interest list. Anyways, I want to read this tweet from Preston Pish because it is a sober take here. Preston goes, educating the world about Bitcoin can be exhausting, but it's the only way to make the transition out of clown world honorably fulfilling. Lots of people are suffering; they're working numerous jobs. AKA, they're distracted to serve the fiat machine. And we all need to be patient, empathetic, and constructive. Some people learn through embarrassment, you know, maybe like the spaces, but many more are probably turned off by such means, especially with their inherent struggles to stay afloat. This post is for myself as much as anyone else. Uh, 2024 is a very important year for growth into a new system. Let's lead honorably. And before everyone in the chat's like, hey, if you don't get it, bro, I don't got time to convince you. I totally get that. It's not everyone's job to try to communicate what Bitcoin is. If you just want to stack Bitcoin, you just want to hotto Bitcoin and go live your life and do whatever you want, by all means, do what you do. This is, I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just saying if you are. So inclined to try to orange pill friends and family, you may be doing yourself a disservice by being super pushy about it. Just, you know, plant the seeds. This is about planting and incepting the seeds of freedom, showing people that there is a solution, that there is an exit, an exit route. And hey, you might want to get some Bitcoin just in case it catches on. Because as we can see, it is catching on. The idea has caught hold, and now it's only a matter of time. Like The game we're playing here, guys, is just time. It's a race against time, and soon enough, more and more people are going to get exposure to Bitcoin, more and more people are going to take custody of Bitcoin, and guys, we're right, so, you know, let's, uh, what's the the big short, like, don't dance, like, part of that don't dance thing is, like, just don't be an asshole, Yeah,
2: no, and I, for what it's (laughs) worth, I agree with you completely. I don't think that we should be mean or use embarrassment or whatever. I mean, they're going to embarrass themselves, Um, but this is such an opposite situation to the Larry Fink situation, like, who would have thought that the people at BlackRock would understand Bitcoin as a store of wealth and something that is going well, it's to,
0: incentives, really. right?
2: It's incentives. And then, you know, one of the the richest man in the world would pretend or feign ignorance about Bitcoin. I think he understands it perfectly. And there is someone in the comments, Zhang, who is saying that he understands it uh, but you know he's subsidized by the government in a large way he's subsidized um by the spacex uh tesla you get like a uh, tax credit if you buy tesla so it's in his best interest you know he, remember when he was so gung-ho for bitcoin and he was bullish on it and he bought all all that bitcoin through tesla and then from one day to the next just like that he made up some FUD that Bitcoin, we can no longer invest in Bitcoin because uh, 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 it's bad for the environment and uh, like, it's not. And he knows that, he knows that more than anyone. He makes electric vehicles for God's sakes. But he, who who tapped him on the shoulder? Who told him to say that? I think he knows exactly how all of this works, but for his own benefit, like you said, the incentives do not align for him. And I would not be surprised if he has some sacks on his own personally. And we I, just- I think he does, he ab- if I remember he has correctly. To. He absolutely has to. And he's just never gonna let anybody know.
0: Bars. Uh, actually, before we go on, there's there's a few good comments. Uh, shout out to Nihilus Fields. He goes, uh, be the bully you wish bullied you into stacking sad sooner. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, that's a funny one. All right, next one, Shouts at the XX he goes. Uh plus WTF does Musk need Bit- Bitcoin for anyways? And and that's probably the thing. Like he's the richest man in the world. You think he cares about melting ice cubes per se? He's like whatever. I have a incredible amounts of cash flow like it doesn't matter to me uh yeah that i think that's what it is not and then again it. you know humbling myself here like i i don't claim to know more than musk i don't claim to even understand what he is focused on or you know what is top of mind here he's a billionaire i am not of course you guys can say certain things about What's how he got there but still house? oh look at it you is
1: just scared the life out of me <laughs> <laughs> i just got
0: I was like, What's okay. Happening? All right, guys, let's go. Uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's very interesting, to say the least, that these conversations are happening. Nico, you want to give us a take on uh, the Musk
1: the Musk clip? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I do have a really good take on this. Um, okay. So, like, Musk is used to being. Can you move over a little bit? Yeah. Musk <laughs> is used to being the smartest guy in the room. Right. Like, he's always used to being the smartest guy in the room. This is a guy who literally built rockets. And landed those fucking rockets. Like, whatever you think about Elon Musk, find me someone else who's landing rockets. doesn't exist, right? This is someone who proved that you could make uh, an electric car company. I know a lot of people say Tesla's unprofitable whatever, but you did it, right? You get into a Tesla, and you see the proof of work, and you're like, this car is dope, right? It is dope. Um, and then, not to mention, that car...
2: I hate how dope it is.
1: Literally kind of drives itself. So you can't question... Um, Elon Musk's entrepreneurial ability. you can't question his ability to like innovate and all that stuff and he's used to being the uh, the the smartest guy in the room, right? So essentially um, like when Preston asked him that question, like how how can you have a currency that doesn't you know that doesn't have proof of work? like what's what's going to stop people from printing it? In his mind, he was trying to, like, come up with a solution to that, right? And he couldn't come up with it, right? So what what was his reaction? His reaction was frustration. Like, he was genuinely frustrated. He was like, wow, like, you know what? I didn't come here to talk about Bitcoin, like, whatever, and he deflected, right? But he
2: did. It said Bitcoin on the title of the space. (laughs)
1: No, but he deflected on that talking point. And now, and here's the other thing, the last thing that I'm going to say is, like, For the last eight years in Bitcoin, I've got it into the habit of every single time I've had an opportunity that's worked in traditional finance, like a banker, a good friend of mine works at, you know, one of the the big firms like Goldman. I always ask them questions about Bitcoin because I wanted to see if there is one time that someone would be like, Nico, I got you. You don't have a good response to that. Every single time. I've put myself in those scenarios, the responses are always the same. Like, people need monetary policy. Like, what do you mean a a money that is not controlled by the government? Of course you need inflation. So I think what you saw with Elon is essentially someone who's very intelligent, someone who's used to getting what he wants, someone who's used to achieving things, and then being humbled by the king, but because he's not used to being humbled, (laughs) Uh, He kind of lashed out a little bit and that's something about Bitcoin is that you got to humble yourself like Adam Back tweeted something out a couple months ago, or maybe it was like a year ago. He's like look. I'm you know He Adam backs a doctor in something. I can't I can't uh, Opti I don't know if you remember but Adam back super well studied like this guy knows what he's talking about and he's like look I spent like nine months trying to figure out how to make Bitcoin better and what I realized is that every single little improvement came with a trade-off, right? So, you know, I think Max Kaiser said it best. He's like, if you're, you know, an egotistical maniac, uh, Bitcoin's gonna humble the F out of you. And I think that's what happened here. And I think that we saw it in real-time and live-time and like Elon didn't have a response to it. Like that's what happened and it happened in spaces so they couldn't edit it out. It was like a real, like real-time reaction. Um, but I think it's a testament to Bitcoin's strengths. Like, you gotta humble yourself to Bitcoin, or Bitcoin will humble you. Think about every single person that's tried to stand up to Bitcoin, whether that's the, uh, Elizabeth Warren, the government bureaucrats, right, getting the SEC embarrassing themselves this last week, uh, whether that's, like, uh, you know, Larry Fink was saying that Bitcoin is only good for money laundering. Uh, There's so many examples of people literally having to walk back, you know, four or five years later. Even Michael Saylor! (laughs) Michael Michael Saylor has this famous tweet of saying, this Bitcoin thing is not going to work. Years later, you humble yourself before the king, right? Simple as that. And I think Elon, in my opinion, I'm a fan of wanting to become an interplanetary species, right? And I think eventually he'll come around. Uh, and he'll realize that Bitcoin is a net positive for humanity. But one thing's for certain, honey badger don't care, and number go up, technology is going to do its thing. Whether Elon is part of the picture, whether he's not part of the picture. That's my take.
0: Bars, bars. Hey, Nico, before you go, before you go. Oh, before, wait, you, Nico, go, before uh, you go,
2: hold on. You can't hear anything.
0: Yeah, you can it. tell him. Adam Back has a PhD in distributed
1: systems. Exactly. From the University so of so Adam Back, like, not only is he cited in the you know bitcoin white paper he knows what the f he's talking about okay adam back knows what he's talking about
0: (laughs) yeah i'd say i'd say anyways guys before we move on to the culture and i give you guys a breakdown on the wallets shouts out to our boys over at kaboom Kaboom racks Racks. the best place Best place to buy and sell your Bitcoin ASICs. And of course, they also are unleashing or rather rolled out a hosting program for you guys. Of course, run the Kaboom Racks software for your ASICs. If you haven't already done it, go to KaboomRacks.com or join their Telegram group. I think it's me slash Kaboom Racks. Might, I might, uh, I may, may have said that wrong. But anyways... Go get your racks from Kaboom Racks. And and then, of course, shout out to my boy Alex over there. Because if, you, uh, if you're if you on the fence and you're wondering whether you want to get into Bitcoin mining, uh, talk to my boy Alex from Kaboom Racks. He will most likely tell you not to buy A6, even though it's his job to sell you A6. He will break it down for you. That white glove service over there, in my opinion, they're, they're the best in the game. And, and this is why we partner with them. Anyways, let's get into the culture so you guys can take your Bitcoin into custody I didn't get any visuals because we were supposed to have a guest for you guys today and uh, they we had a timing mix up. Anyways, Roman, shouts out to Roman in the chat because yesterday when we were talking about the Spot Bitcoin ETFs and, and why we custody our Bitcoin, someone was asking and we constantly get these same things here. I'll full screen myself so Sophie can hang out behind the scenes without just staring at me. Um, we constantly get questions in our chat about taking Bitcoin into custody. And and someone was asking about the best wallets and and how do we do this. And I, I try to do this, I, I think I do this at least once a quarter and I'll, I'll continue to do it once a quarter, if not more than once a quarter, because the more I see you guys asking how to take custody, the more I know that we need to do this constantly. You know, what gets repeated gets remembered and what gets remembered gets repeated. This is how brains work. So, the process is pretty simple, as far as I'm concerned. Of course, it is terrifying for a lot of people. Even even some of us were, were talking about it earlier or yesterday. Sorry about the first time we ever took Bitcoin into custody. It, it scared us. You know, there is no rewind. There is no one you can call. There is no customer service that you can you know call up a bank and be like, hey, uh, so I don't know where my money went. No, if you mess this process up. It's gone. So, there is a lot of personal responsibility that comes with being a Bitcoiner. This is why it's self-sovereign money. This is why you eliminate the trusted third parties. And this is why it is so important for you to take it slow. Take baby steps when this is your first time doing this. So if for i'm, I'm going to kind of start with someone that is new to bitcoin so you just heard simply bitcoin you just rushed out and you bought bitcoin on an exchange whatever exchange you want to do because usually that's kind of what happens for the new Bitcoiner. they they don't go to like you know a, a bitcoin meetup and then buy it directly peer-to-peer or you know they don't use like bisque or robo sets and if you're new just don't get lost in the in the, in the different areas that you can buy bitcoin or Probably, maybe you don't know about Azteco. And so you're going to like Swan or River or Unchain or hopefully not Coinbase, but you know, you never know, or Gemini or all the big exchanges out there. And you exchange your dollars or your fiat, your paper money for Bitcoin, and you have some Bitcoin sitting on an exchange. And then we sit here and we're like, take your Bitcoin into custody using Passport by Foundation and write down your seed phrase. And usually the best way to do this, guys, is do a small transaction. So I don't know, just to make this easier, say you have a thousand dollars in an exchange don't send that thousand dollars to a new wallet directly you know that you just you just spun up uh send a few dollars so first and foremost you're going to have to create a wallet. I think Baby Steps works best for most people. I, I kind of don't believe in just like throwing people from zero to 60 and go straight into a hardware wallet or what have you, a multi-sig setup. Most people just download a Bitcoin wallet on their phone. They don't know better. And I, I I don't think there's anything wrong with this. So usually you have money on exchange. You download a Bitcoin wallet on your phone. My favorite mobile wallets right now are Blue Wallet, Green Wallet, Uh, Those are on chain, and then there's Phoenix and Breeze, are lightning wallets. If you're not in the states and you can use Wallet of Satoshi, I know it's custodial, but they're new. They'll get to they'll get to uh, being fully sovereign on the Bitcoin network. And then you know, for you guys out there. That are more, more more advanced. Shouts out to Zeus. I think Zeus might be one of the best lightning wallets. But there's there's a lot of stuff. So if you're new, uh, I really like Phoenix. One of my friends yelled at me that like Phoenix is it's like uh, Opti Shield Phoenix, and I'm having trouble. I love Phoenix, but I use Blue Wallet as like my daily driver. So I usually recommend you know a friend downloads Blue Wallet. Uh, Write down your seed phrase. Make sure you write it on a piece of paper. Don't screenshot it. Don't write it on your computer because you never know if that seed phrase is being leaked on the internet. Never put your seed phrase on the internet. Just write it down on a piece of paper. And then what I recommend for most people is, once you write down your seed phrase, you download it. So let's just go through the process. You have $1,000 on an exchange. You download Blue Wallet on your phone. And you write down the seed phrase, you create a new wallet, you write down the seed phrase, and then you're like, should I send Bitcoin there? Uh, Sure. Send, I don't know, a little bit of Bitcoin. I know the mempools are getting kind of crazy. The fees might be getting a little high, but usually from an exchange, you won't pay those fees. So I'd recommend, say like, send like $10 to your blue wallet. And then once you receive it and, you know, you just scan it or you copy and paste your, your address, you send that $10 to your wallet. And once it verifies once it confirms in your wallet and you see that your money's there what i recommend is that you essentially delete the wallet you have the seed phrase backed up and then go through the process of putting your seed phrase back in so um put your seed phrase back in the wallet after you cleared the wallet you put it in your seed phrase back into the wallet and you'll see that your money's still there. Once you know you can recover your $10 and maybe you want to do less, maybe you want to do $5, maybe $10 is a lot to you. So do like $5. And then once you're able to recover your wallet, cause you put it in your seed phrase and you feel comfortable, you back that up, then send all your money to your mobile wallet. Again, this is the first step. You buy it on an exchange You send a test transaction to your wallet. Make sure you can secure that wallet again. Clear the wallet. Make sure you're able to get back into that wallet. And then finally send all your money to it. Now, that'd be the first step if you are on a mobile wallet. It's your first first couple of days in Bitcoin. I don't think there's anything wrong with you just downloading a mobile wallet and holding some Bitcoin there in a mobile wallet. And then once you have enough money in that mobile wallet and you start to feel a little concerned about losing your phone and, and you it feels like a lot of wealth, then I highly recommend, or you can do the same step as well, you download a desktop wallet. Of course, I, I think it's almost a rite of passage to download Bitcoin Core, and get the initial block download, run a node for yourself. But I am a huge fan of Sparrow. I think Sparrow, the the added complexity on top of Bitcoin Core with Sparrow, I, I think it's one of the best desktop wallets. There's also Spectre. He is an Electrum junkie. He's He just, it works for him. So that's what he uses. But personally, I like Sparrow. I, I think Sparrow is great. And then, of course, hardware wallets. There There is a lot of wallets out there. So these are the ones that I like. These are the ones that I recommend. Of course, we have our sponsor, Passport by Foundation. Uh, next. If you are so inclined and you want to build your own wallet, I love Seed Signer. Seed Signer is great. You know, my 3D printed, actually, I might have bought the 3D printer or Shishi gave me a 3D printed cover for it. You build this wallet off parts from a shelf. And then the industry standard cold card. All you guys love cold card. You already know the deal. And then, oh, my Jade's, my Jade's in a in a drawer over there I think. Oh and then Blockstream's Jade. To me I really love these wallets. Uh they're Bitcoin only. Uh, these these are my favorite bi- hardware wallets and I would highly recommend all those in in full faith and confidence. And then so once you have enough money in a in a mobile wallet maybe you get a little scared. Get yourself some hardware wallets. I think uh you know 25th word with your seed phrase is usually good enough for you guys that are just kind of starting out down the road to self-sovereignty. If you want to complicate it a little more, you get yourself a multi-sig setup. But also, in the meantime, while I'm on this, get yourself one of these or something of the same nature. Make sure your seed phrase is in something that cannot be destroyed. Don't just leave it on a piece of paper in your drawer. This is like the best practice, a high level overview. If you really want to get your hand walked through this, go to BTC Sessions YouTube channel. He'll walk you through this whole process. But really, you don't have to overthink this. It is just a new paradigm shift. It's a new mental operating system. But it just literally it's easy as sending an email, as I always say. You can either scan it on your phone, scan an address, and send Bitcoin, or you just copy and paste an address from your desktop, and it'll go into your wallet. So that's the high level. I know I kind of went through it a little fast, but I'll, I'll keep doing this for you guys. So if you're in the chat and you wondered what wallets to use. I love Blue Wallet, you know Green Wallet, Phoenix, Zeus, Breeze. If you're not in the states anymore, use Wallet as Satoshi. I know it's custodial, whatever. Uh, Bitcoin Core, Sparrow, Spectre, Electrum, Seed Signer, Passport, Cold Card, Jade. I know I'm giving you guys a lot of options. And there is different trade-offs. There is different user experiences and user interfaces to all of this. So I just recommend you try them and see which ones you like the best. But personally, these are the ones I recommend. These are the ones all my friends have used. These are the ones that that collectively have become the shelling point of what is an industry standard wallet that you should be using. On that note, guys. Uh, let's see. Let me see some of these comments. I'll bring Sophie back in. I know I ranted. I know I ranted. Oh, opinions on Trezor with the Bitcoin only software. Uh, I have a Trezor here. I I don't know if you like it's uh, a Trezor is a, a soft place in my spot in my heart because it's uh it's one of the earliest wallets, but I I think these ones uh, might not have the best security. I think. I think the the newer version might be better. Uh, Ledger, don't use Ledger. I love Ledger. It's the first one I got. Don't don't use Ledger. I do not recommend Ledger. Um, let me see. Ledger. <laughs> <laughs> Went off the wallet. Never, never. I'm 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 too left bell curve for that, bro. Uh, okay. Yeah. Also, you can get some testnet coin if you really want to play with Bitcoin. You know, there is still, I'm pretty sure there's still some test net faucets out there and they'll give you some quote unquote free Bitcoin. It's test net Bitcoin. It has no value and you can mess with it and send it around. It's a lot easier. Uh, Let's see which other wallets have a chart like Ledger, Live or Exodus. Uh, I don't, I, I, are you talking about like the price? Uh, I I, either way I wouldn't use ledger live because they might be doxing your transactions and I don't like exodus. That's also one of the early wallets. Uh, So yeah. Um, Let's see. Let's see. All right. Anyways, we're going long and I got to get to the meme review.
2: Yes.
0: Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, so actually TLDR, not, not about the wallets, but maybe do you remember your first Bitcoin transaction?
2: Um, (laughs) my first Bitcoin transaction was with Ledger before, uh, before they went, uh, completely insane. Um, but I, the funny story, I actually, despite all the odds, know how to use a cold card. And I thought it was going to be super difficult, but it's actually not, um, um, I got taken out of a a party, like an after party uh, at Pacific Bitcoin. And Nico was like, oh, we're going to a workshop. Like, and he made it sound like so cool. And I was like, yes! (laughs) (laughs) I was like, workshop, like this is gonna be like a brunch workshop thing, right? Right? It was not, it was, it was like a legit, like we were in a serious environment, sit down and, um. We learned how to use a cold card. Shout out to VTC Sessions because he is an amazing teacher. Um, I was like three glasses of wine in and he successfully taught me how to use a cold card. And to this day, I know how to use that cold card. I'm a little bit biased because I love, love, love the Passport by Foundation Devices wallet. I think this is the coolest thing ever, like not just because it does sort of the same things as Cold Card, but because it's so cute. It is so Y2K. And now they put snake <laughs> on it. It has a little camera. Like it would be cool if they like put in like a selfie mode or something. Like you can have like five or ten. 10- no. no,
0: no, no. <laughs> i We I don't need that. I know
2: we don't need on any of that. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But
0: uh so, yeah so someone asked it. how much yeah how much is a passport if i remember correctly i think it's 199 right now uh one other question phil asked what about aqua uh let me see if i can pull this up for you so phil i did download aqua uh i kind of like it uh, i was going to mention it i i can't find the comment exactly but aqua just got released uh it is it's basically using the liquid network and lightning together to do some layer 2 activity it's pretty cool i i just like i haven't Tested it long enough and rigorously enough, but it's pretty sleek. I, I kind of love what Samson Mao and Jan Three have have built over there. So as you can see, guys, wallet. It- software hardware it's ever evolving i think everyone is working on trying to make self-custody as easy as possible and secure as possible so again i will probably change these wallets up as time moves on as we see cooler and newer stuff come out but this is this is a good starting point i i like phil i i kind of like aqua but again i don't know much of the stuff on the back end uh you know like a moon was pretty cool and then the fees kind of got it a little wrecked so this is all moving uh, as quickly as possible. So we'll keep updating. Anyways, anyways, let's get to the meme review before everyone starts freaking out. Uh, where Where's the meme? It is Friday after all. The
2: Daily Meme Review.
0: All right, boys and girls, we yes! are back. <laughs> Woo! Don't think I forgot about you guys on the meme review. I was getting trolled yesterday on the meme factory that they might steal the meme review. So you might be able to get two meme reviews now, Thursday on meme factory Friday on simply Bitcoin. Of course we say it all the time, tweet to the bullets memes are the artillery. I know memes are power. Memes is life, but uh, we've noticed that people, people log off on the memes guys. So, you know, we're, we're trying to balance out what people like on our show, and of course, trying to retain as much viewership and adding as much value, as much bang for your buck in the hour of the show. So just remember, every Friday I will bring you memes and it, it makes my job easier. I, I can kind of sum up the whole week in some memes, and we can cover a lot of stuff. So it'll it'll be a much more quality than quantity meme review. Anyways, guys. Here's the first one. Shouts out to at underscore checkmatey underscore, and he goes. Turns out the SEC was behind all the market manipulation after all. And I just love Scooby Doo. I it's I grew up watching Scooby Doo. It's one of my favorite shows ever. Anyways, we got wow. How am I blanking? What's the guy's name? Oh my god, bad memory, bad memory, bad memory. Uh, this guy. Uh,
2: Fred. So, do you remember Fred? Yeah. I don't know. Is it Fred? I
0: don't know. Shit. I don't know. Anyways, we got the blonde guy from Scooby right Doo. Yeah, look it up, because I don't even know how I forgot this. As you can tell, I only have so much RAM in my brain. And it, I is that, that empty, it is Fred. It is Fred. It is Fred. Okay. All right, we have Fred from Scooby-Doo, and he is titled SEC, and then he has a ghost tied up, and the ghost is market manipulators, and then Fred takes off the mask, and the SEC figures out that it's the SEC that is market manipulating right now. Who would have thought this? Is the SEC even capable of protecting consumers when they can't even protect their Twitter? account oh my goodness what a clown world we live in all right next one we showed this yesterday uh frank franklin templeton uh a fun i'm pretty sure they have a lot of bitcoin in investment they might even have an etf if i'm, I'm blanking right now again it's meme review anyways they dropped this new profile pick and it is uh ben franklin with laser eyes. And I, I didn't bring on this just for the laser eyes. I really brought this up because what my boy Nick can't mind said, he goes, we now have spot Bitcoin ETF issuers with trillions in assets under management memeing with us on the timeline. I told y'all this bull market is going to hit different boys and girls girls and boys oh, i am convinced <laughs> i'm convinced wow i'm convinced we are entering a new era of bitcoin again i I feel a bit cliche because like, I'm a Bitcoiner. I'm like, oh, this time's different. This time's different. But it really does feel like this time might be different. We've never had this much attention. We've never had the institutional money, the biggest asset managers in the world being focused and excited about Bitcoin. So it really does feel like this time is different. And then, of course, guys, this is a meme review. And life is memes, and memes is life. And everyone is just living in our meme world. So continue to meme, continue to ridicule the corporate press, continue to make the funnies to get your friends' heads in the game. And on that note, we got Rick, a.k.a at our mess it on Twitter. And he goes, shut up, Meg. <laughs> Bitcoin self-custody over spot ETFs. And we got the classic family guy meme here where we have Meg and she's an ETF buyer. And he goes, you guys always think that you're better than me. And then we have all the Bitcoiners in self-custody and top hats and suits and with the smug smile like we are better than you. God, why you couldn't this old be? old paper Bitcoin. This should have
2: been like, Elon Musk's face on top of Meg. <laughs> like, you guys always think That'd you're be better good. than me if you're if you guys gonna be annoying Bitcoiners, then I'm gonna sign off. Like yes, Shut up, Meg. We are
0: we are definitely better better than you. Shut up, Meg. Bitcoin and self-custody over spot ETFs. Do not buy the spot ETF over spot bitcoin but we understand if you have money in your 401k's etc it's better to get some bitcoin exposure because it will be more profitable than whatever else is in your 401k so i get it i totally get it i'm not here to uh tell you what to do with your money all i'm saying that if you are buying bitcoin do not leave it on an exchange take it into custody bitcoin in self-custody is the revolution. You do not need to trust third parties. This is literally what is written in the in the white paper. This is the way. This is how we ensure that the black rocks of the world do not control Bitcoin. All right, this next one. Shout out to my boy Ropium. He finally got another meme to go viral. <laughs> shout out to you, bro. <laughs> That's a, I, I'm trolling him because uh, it, it hurts him. Anyways, Rope, uh, what's this? Oh, these emojis. All right. It's uh, three people in wheelchairs. Wow. I'm super blind. Anyways. Yeah, I can't uh, see it, that
2: either.
0: Is this um the Green Goblin, right? I forget who the actor is. I'm pretty William sure DeFoe. this is. William Defoe. I'm pretty sure this is Green Goblin, Spider-Man. Uh, and he goes, when you sell the news, but the news is fake. Wait, you, you, you can't do this to me. Oh, my goodness. Uh, imagine if people. You know, everyone's been saying the spot Bitcoin ETF is a sell the news Uh, scenario maybe it was considering that we're down at 43k today but imagine if you sold the fake news on tuesday and you got absolutely decimated and on that note yellow did a perfect meme and he goes welcome to fucking bitcoin (laughs) boomers you know what
2: (laughs) my theory is everybody just sold as soon as that news came out so that they could have some cash for when it goes right back up that could that could be a strategy well, you know a lot of we'll, people uh, a lot of people are trying to trade this thing and we tell them, don't trade Bitcoin <laughs> just dollar cost average, never sell wait, wait. and they they just wait. don't listen. <laughs>
0: Oh man, hold on. Shut up, the rope. Let's go back. He's uh he says you can't hurt me. I don't have feelings. <laughs> oh man, let's go. Uh why can't wait Kiwi? Why can't he make one go viral? Oh man. All right, all right, all right, guys. Okay. Uh next one, Yeah, like I said, you know, yellow here and it's uh the shining meme uh Nicholas, what's his name? Jack Nicholson. He's, you know, when he puts his head through the shining after he acts it and, uh, you know, <laughs> this is bitcoin I'm like like
2: happy about this price drop a because it was so fun a because like now i can stack cheaper sats and that's always a good thing
0: wait you still have fiat left (laughs) dude
2: you know what i don't but like now i'm in (laughs) now i'm in incentivized to like go like scour where, wherever I need to to try to buy some more. But like even more than that, even so
0: your chairs, you're in a chair. What's going on you, here? Yeah, I know you're pregnant. I know, I know.
2: Damn. I should just sit on my big ball that I bought for my big <laughs> pregnancy ball. This chair is too expensive for us. Big pointers.
1: Oh, um, well, oh, but man. the
2: other thing is I'm happy that boomers get to feel just quarter maybe even like one percent of the pain that us bitcoiners have been going through this entire bear market so you know what let it rip i hope the price drops to 12k like somebody was saying in the comments so they feel the pain and then you know obviously it's gonna go up it's gonna go up forever laura but yeah i want them to feel the pain i really do like deep down inside so
0: like literally, all right, I was saying it on uh, Wednesday when the ETF did get approved. I was watching the one minute chart. the don't trade the one minute chart, but it's very entertaining to watch the Bulls and the Bears fight. And when the price starts to run, it's like it's you you feel it anyways, I saw I saw the Bitcoin. Uh, one-minute chart, eat up 48K in like a minute. And there was a moment where I'm like, it was like, no, it took like 20 minutes, sorry. And I was like, wow, is Bitcoin going to rip right now? Like, it would have just been so glorious if the ETF came and Bitcoin just like Omega candle 10k, but it is very fitting that they come and Bitcoin just dumps on them and they're all like buying in the Bitcoin. It's like, welcome to Bitcoin. You have just been initiated in the game. You thought this was going to be easy. Nope. You need to feel the pain of volatility. Anyways, this last meme, uh, shouts out to my boy Kiwi. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) this this just kills me. Um, I added one extra one in here for you guys. Cause uh, you know, this one's for me. So they were saying the other day that we need to make a meme of Opti riding a dragon, a.k.a. Chrissy Lagarde. And Kiwi, within like 20 minutes, popped this one out and he goes... Don't wait too late to find your waifu wine at Optimus Fields. Will steal your girl, and I think this is a picture. I don't know. They were saying make it from the Game of Thrones. Anyways, we got a we got a princess here with Opti's head on top of it, riding a dragon with Chrissy Lagarde's head on it. Uh, you know, you know, out here I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to get close to the money printer. I'm right. I'm I'm slaying dragons for the culture because yeah, Chrissy Lagarde. It's hey, you Daenerys, know, Daenerys, like
2: and if you know Daenerys, uh she's she's a bad bitch so it's this game of thrones yeah it I is it's know. game of thrones oh
0: so Opti a bad b let's
2: see. <laughs> playing a bad bitch and she's riding oh, he's riding the shit out of and, and then my
0: favorite part is my, my favorite part is wine just like you know let the boy watch eating ice cream in the corner anyways <laughs> <laughs> drop your meme score in the chat right now as we cover hours live and we will review your memes by the end of the show. Okay, guys. So my meme review is oh, actually, it's gonna be this. So um my water filter right now is empty. I I just replenished it. I only had enough water to make my coffee this morning and have one cup. And I was I was like dehydrated before the show. So I ran out to the grocery store right around the corner. It's absolutely freezing outside. I was not prepared for it. I'm like, oh, it's sunny, it's nice. I, I froze. Anyways, I got this Voss. Water and is the only thing that was still made in glass and Sophie's like, wow, you got a boss still in a glass container. I didn't even Rare. know that was a, that was a thing. <laughs> um, it also exploded on me right when I started the show and literally my lap is wet because of the sparkling water. Uh, you know, I still have total functions of uh, of my bowels, but yeah, I've been sitting in semi-wet pants right now throughout the show your water, because of my- Your water broke Yeah, my water broke, me. my water broke, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, so <laughs> what is your meme review school?
2: First of all, you copied me because I was gonna bring on the lacrosse. Let's go! Water maxis! Whoa, sparkling water maxis, metal and glass for the wind. Don't do
0: plastic, it's bad for you. But I, I mean, I think I think aluminum might be just as bad Fuck, on really? a different level. Yeah, aluminum <gasps> I from what I remember, they say that uh, man, Alzheimer's patients have a high level of aluminum in their system. So you I mean I drink I drink aluminum out of you know cans as well. But yeah, you wanna eliminate <laughs> aluminum and plastic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good first, good to know. First to know. it was
2: Topo Chico and now this. They're just taking away all the things I love. No, they've taken away too much for me from with this pregnancy. <laughs> Way too much. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. not taking
2: away my lacrosse. No, but hey. since you did that one, I won't do. I won't copy you. No, that's um, good.
0: You can do it. We're water maxies. I'm doing
2: the the lip plump by Core Cos RX. Is that the
0: stuff that like burns your lips? Bro,
2: it burns worse <laughs> than Tiger Balm. This shit is. A lip. This is a lip plump from North, Cor- North, North, North Korea. This is a lip plump from Korea, so it, it hits different. It's really, really intense. It's like as if Wouldn't it know. was from Wouldn't North know. Korea because it's really. I, bad. I
0: just saw that like in, I just saw that Instagram where like a dude was like putting his girl's lip gloss on and it was that and he's like it's burning. What's going on in my face? Yeah, yeah, uh, it, burns. it burns. like a mofo. Anyways, guys, before we get to your guys' meme scores, shouts out to every one of you guys that supported us with the merch. We do have a few shirts left, uh, a few hoodies left. I don't know. So maybe you have some inventory. Uh, we we might ship out a few. We've been talking about it behind the scenes. We'll, we might ship out a few to some of uh, our loyal listeners and, and supporters on Substack. We still have to work this out. But uh, I think we're like way less than uh, like 20 shirts left uh we might only have a few left after we pull this trigger on on our supporters i think so do you remember how many sweaters we have we're, we're running low on everything we, have- we do have a new batch coming we've been talking with our supplier. Uh, it's just, it's taking longer than we thought. We'll get you some hats and we got some new designs. St- so just, just bear with us guys. We really appreciate all the support. It really does mean a lot to we us. We
2: have around 20 hoodies left in different sizes. So definitely get yours while you can. I don't think
0: there's mediums. No more mediums. Yeah,
2: I don't think there's any more mediums. There's like one small left. Um, yeah. But you know, you could always get an extra large, wear it as a dress. It's very comfortable. <laughs> I wear these hoodies all the time. Um, even out in public, <laughs> as orange Jux. as they are, they're they're yeah, you like you could you could always like see me from wearing these these orange hoodies. But um yeah, we have like around yeah, 20 they, left they... and I don't think we're gonna drop more for a very long time. So definitely cop your hoodies and your t-shirts they're also very comfortable um
0: hey you know i would i would much prefer to be the walmart of our merch but uh you know we we are our, our intern wants us to be the supreme of bitcoin merch so when this is gone i don't know if we're going to print more of these designs but i will get you guys the the hats yeah. you guys have been wanting the hats and so I, I'll, I'll print more I've of i've been working
2: on the ladies wear listen oh, yep. i have been so the reason it's taking so long is because I've been extremely picky about how the woman's wear is going to look. I know that, you know, women have a lot of places to shop from and we want quality. So and something that we can actually wear, not just as a pajama shirt, but out in public. So we i am working on it believe me we have a really cute design um that is up for you guys now i'm working on finding the right supplier so that you guys can have a really nicely shaped um i don't i haven't decided if i'm gonna do a t-shirt or a cami i think i might do a cami so it's something cute you could wear to the gym something cute you could wear like You know out to the beach or out with your friends and again not just as a pajama shirt because i'm sure we all have a ton of those
0: i don't even know what a cameo is anyways anyways all right guys let's get to these meme scores first meme score is by Elaine Lowell and she goes my score is the price of Bitcoin in 2024 plus the number of new Bitcoiners real Bitcoiners who take self custody heart 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 okay let's go (laughs) okay uh rope meme score Opti's epic appearance on the meme factory test stream go watch it yes I had a blast uh again apologize everyone at the meme factory I was seven minutes late my time got mixed up but I think we had a blast. Okay, next one. Nihilus Fields Tunnel Disrespector. Score taking my waifu to Bitcoin Cold Storage Bum, uh, no, I don't bitcoin cold storage workshop okay meme score justin boyvin meme score wall street on its knee in front of satoshi's divine power yes this is the way uh sail dog 18 i give those memes five pouty elons okay uh i think this is the score car Cart with stone, some high quality H2. Oh wait, no, they're calling me Water Boy. Okay, uh, let's go next one. Uh, wait, ch- wait, hold on. The bugle is calling me out as not a real journalist because I do not have a real suit, and this is why we can't have nice things. Yes, this is true. Phil, see, I give these memes a having on the timeline. Yes. Okay, let's see uh is there more meme review stories no apparently no more on youtube let me check rumble real quick okay this audio is few. like is literally going like this like,
2: it's going up it's coming down
0: all right yeah that's getting it all right uh meme review on rumble shout out to norway tacos he goes i give those memes a half can of Clarbron sparkling water from Wisconsin, the Badger State.
2: I must try that. Okay. Clarbron. Okay. I'm a sparkling water maxi. I love sparkling water.
1: All right,
0: guys. Well, we did the meme review. All right, guys. We love you. We appreciate you guys. Shouts out to you guys. Have a good weekend, Sophie. Thank you for showing up. Uh, you know, let let's hope you don't. Let's hope your water doesn't break live on the show like mine did. Uh, but shouts out to you. Have a good weekend. We really appreciate you coming on the show. You too. Uh, it's good to have. It's good. Actually, I don't know if you saw the comment earlier. Uh, someone said, like, wow, Nico's wife is a real professional. She's really good at this. So people love you on the show. Thanks for coming on the show. We will probably be missing Sophie soon enough. She will have some baby duties. But once you're back, once you're ready to go, we'll bring her back on the show. Really appreciate you. Thank you, guys. Have a good one, guys. And so have a good rest of your day. Guys, you already know the deal. It's the Friday show. We'll be back Monday, 12, 15 p.m. Eastern time with the breaking news, the memes, and the culture. Because we are the number one source for the Bitcoin revolution, the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. We will be covering the separation of money and state. We love you. Share all Bitcoin content. Like, subscribe, share, uh, all the YouTube things. And we will see you. On Monday. Have a good weekend. Get outside, get off Twitter, go touch some grass, eat some good food, hang out with the people you love. This is the way. Make sure you are mentally in the game, mentally and physically in the game. We have a long road ahead of us. This is a marathon, not a sprint. But remember, guys, we are winning.
1: bitcoin you're against freedom <laughs> all
0: right peace out guys have a good rest of your day have a good weekend we will see you on monday actually actually though check the timeline Rustin's gonna drop some heat for you guys and uh you are into the deal we don't stop here on simply bitcoin peace out